0: Christmas. And I, uh, so it's been six months now that, uh, since I got, I was called to be a pastor here. And, uh, I want to thank you for, uh, your graciousness to me and to my family, your generous, uh, generosity, um, your forgiveness, uh, many times. But I just want you to know, I really, love you guys. I mean, this is a, this has been a true blessing the last six months for us. It, it hasn't been easy sometimes. It's been really easy other times. Um, uh, we've had uh, uh, disagreements at times with uh, individuals and groups, and I've really stepped on things a few times and, and uh, uh, made some uh, pretty grievous mistakes. And uh, I just love you. thank you for being gracious and I think uh, that really shows us a lot about who who God is and uh, and what Christmas is let 's pray God um, we've got lots of words, but uh, none that are enough to describe you and uh, and what you have done and what this Christmas symbolizes that that uh, that you left your glory to live as one of us and to uh, reconcile us to you, to, to bring us back into a relationship with you. Um, nothing you had to do, uh, nothing that you did just because you were bored, uh, but because of who you are and because of your love for us. May my words be yours, and, uh, and may the words that are heard be yours. Pray this all in the name of your Son. Amen. So we're going to be reading out of uh, Luke chapter 2 because it is Christmas Day, um, but I wanted to start by just sort of addressing some things that are going on in the world. Um, uh, so uh, when I went to pilot training, you know, I, I got to tell you a pilot training story, of course, my, uh, one of my instructors was an old F-4 pilot, uh, an old, we call him a graybeard, his, his uh, name was Lieutenant Colonel Rex and uh, one of the things that he impressed on me uh, was that there is no such thing as a defensive fight," he said. "If the guy gets behind you, it's not defensive; it's offensive. He's just got better angles." And uh, and, and um, he said, "Just always think of that. You never want to be on the defensive, trying to buckle down. Uh, you are always on the offensive, and that's what God has given us." And the reason I'm bringing this up is um, the topic of my sermon today is going to be fear not, but. There are a lot of stories going on. I mean, it's, it, two stories of, of of things going around of, of uh, churches being targeted or, or um, places of worship being targeted, people being targeted, uh, non Christians being targeted. We saw in Berlin uh, the attack on the uh, uh which is awful. And those things are real threats, and, and and we've got to be smart about them, but we do not need to be fearful of them. Uh, we 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 are uh, in this church. We're taking some some uh, real hard looks at, at what we're doing and, uh, and trying to come up with some smart things just to, to be wise because God gives us wisdom. But we're not going to do it with fear. We're not going to react to people with fear. We're not going to uh, treat people with fear because they're different than us. We're not going to treat people with fear because they, they're out to get us. Uh, uh, the Bible is very, very straightforward. We are not to fear. So um, it is not a defensive fight. It's an offensive fight, and every once in a while, the bad guys got better angles, uh, but w- we've got a better God, and, uh, and, and so praise God for that. But we're in Luke uh, chapter 2 today. It says, in, in the same region, uh, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. It's uh, chap- chapter 2, verse 8 of Luke. So imagine you are a shepherd 2,000 years ago. It's been a, a pretty tough year. Uh, like many years before it, uh, the government si- isn't simply um, uh, indifferent to the God you worship. The, the government is openly hostile to that God, and it's openly hostile to those who try to follow that God. You know, and that's to be expected. It's a foreign occupying power. Uh, there had been a, a, some hope about 150 years ago uh, when a rebellion had risen, been risen up, but then got, got quashed. That's what we get today's um, uh, celebration of, of Hanukkah. Uh, from. Uh, but, you know, those revolutionaries, they, they failed, and, and so you're back under the rule now of the Romans instead of the Greeks. Um, since, since then, most of your countrymen have really given up the fight. Um, many of them are even cooperating. Oh, I thought that was me. Uh, many of them are even cooperating with the enemy. They're betraying their countrymen for their own interests. Some of them have taken positions like, like tax collector. Uh, extorting and cheating their neighbors uh, for the, the government's gain and, and for theirs. Uh, one of them has even been appointed a, a king, a regional king, uh, and he's, but not a king of Israel, but instead a king that serves the pagan emperor uh, in his own interests, again, instead of his countrymen in serving the god of his ancestors. And even the religious leaders, the ones who are entrusted with guarding the faith, have betrayed that faith in order to safeguard their own personal status and their, their own power. They make and enforce rules and regulations that they themselves don't feel that they're going to follow themselves. They walk around in fancy clothes, they uh, expect deference to their positions, and they revel in the title of their offices. And even with their riches, they cheat poor shepherds like yourself out of their best animals, demanding that they pro- provide them uh, for reduced prices or even free just so they can resell them for their own profit in, in the temple. So, the money isn't very good as a shepherd. The price of sheep and goats uh, are, are depressed, and even if you don't take the one, count the ones that have been taken by the religious leaders, And after paying Caesar's taxes and the temple taxes, you feel blessed if you're even able to pay uh, the rest of your bills. Some of your friends and relatives have even had to sell themselves as bond servants to cover those bills. Yet still, you wouldn't trade that rough life for life in the city, right? Not in Jerusalem or even in a little town named Bethlehem. It's not for you because those cities, even if they weren't just filled with colluders and, and religious hypocrites, even the regular city dwellers treat people like you, the shepherds, as outcasts, as something less than, than uh, worthy. You might call them uh, Israel's rednecks. Right? You despise going to the city. In, in, in fact, you avoid doing it as much as possible. You just try to go there a couple trips a year to, to buy and sell as needed. It's probably a pretty easy exercise for us to imagine that in being in a rural New England setting uh, where we feel a lot of the same things. We'd, uh, we, we live here because city life isn't for us. We'd rather uh, give up uh, a, a little bit in our paycheck uh, in order to have a little bit more elbow room. You know, Give me a 20-mile drive in the country following a hay wagon being pulled by a tractor than two hours in traffic in Boston or New York City any day, right? Our first century shepherd feels the same way, Whether it's lambing or shearing season, it is back-breaking work. The summer days are long and hot. The winter nights are long and cold. But nights like that night, you sit on the side of the hill overlooking the city, and it's all its busyness. You're watching the flock, hearing it sleep, hearing the, the bleats of the, the goats and sheep, and you wouldn't trade that for city life at all. And as you're con- contemplating how blessed or how blessed you are, all heaven breaks out. It says in verse 9, And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people For behold, I bring you great news of uh, news of great joy that will be for all the people. Yeah, and even the, over these uh, past six short months that I've been blessed to be a pastor here at Faith Community Bible Church, there have been some events that have been hard not to fear. You know, even as, even you <laughs> calling me to to be a pastor had to have an element of fear. Maybe it still does. Uh, I wasn't uh, proven uh, as a pastor for sure. Some of you knew me well, and others of you didn't. Uh, During the interview process, I think I was very clear about some of my weaknesses, but uh, I mean, face it, Josh and I were walking in to follow in the footsteps of a great man of God. You know, Jeff had, Jeff's a hard act to follow, and um, uh, you know, and for all and, and, yeah, I can't follow his jokes, we know that, right? Um, but we loved him, I mean, we love him. I, I, every time I see him still, I just, man, what a great man, a man who really loves God and wants people to love God and wants to love people whether they love God or not. I mean, and, and so that was a hard act to follow, and, and uh, undeniably he was gifted, and so there were, had to be some fear in calling Josh and I uh, to follow after him. During that uh, time, we are in the midst of the most divisive election, maybe since 1952. Uh, you know, and, and I wasn't alive for that one. Uh, and uh, um, but it, so there are a lot of things uh, to to fear about that. Uh, we've got wars going on in Afghanistan and uh, in, in Iraq, in Africa. We're trying to get more involved in one in, in Syria. Uh, we, uh, there are lots of things, again, that we might uh, fear. Uh, last week, the Russian ambassador was gunned down in Turkey. Um, just a few miles away from there is where World War I started, right? Uh, when an ambassador or a, um, a prince was, was gunned down. Terrorists just mowed down 60 people in the Berlin, uh, Chris Kindle Marts, Islamic uh, fatwas, the commands have been put out, again, to attack unbelievers uh, in the places that they worship over the her- holiday s- season. Murders in the cities have peaked this year, even uh, murders and attacks on police officers. Record numbers here in New Hampshire died this year from drug overdoses. So many so that we've got to hire a new medical examiner just to cover the back load, uh, black- backlog in New uh, in autopsies. Many of us are struggling financially, many are sick, some are not as sick as they were a couple days ago, praise God. Um, we've lost 11 family members and friends, even Lynn Fahey yesterday on Christmas Eve. It built a questionable foundation for the coming year of uh, 2017, and maybe as we look forward into that year, we've got more things we might fear. While some are excited with the hopes of for what the next president and his administration bring, others are quite a bit worried, and, and some are sort of in between. Right? Will our wars start winding down, or will we see the beginning of new ones? Will our dwindling wood pile and oil tank last through these cold days? Right, will uh, 2017 bring restoration to some of our families or in our relationships, or will it bring further divide and more hurt? Will that family member or friend who is struggling with addiction finally reach out for help, or will he take it too far? It's overwhelming. It's frightening. In a world so devoid of peace, how can on earth can we celebrate? But we can because this is Christmas Day, and we do celebrate. We know our peace doesn't come from the world. We know our peace doesn't come from presidents. It doesn't come from police officers. It doesn't come from soldiers. It's not secured by a paycheck or an investment statement. It's not provided by laws and regulations. It's not given to us by government. True peace won't be secured by any of these things. It will be secured by a baby lying in a manger. A baby who will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace will be provided by that prince of peace who is later recorded in John's gospel as, as saying peace I live with you, leave with you peace I give to you not as the world gives do I give you let not your hearts be troubled neither let them be afraid and for this reason the angel says fear not for behold I bring you news of great joy that will be for all the people for to us A child is born, as we've read in uh, in Isaiah 9. To us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of the peace, there shall be no end in the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice, the righteousness from this time forth and evermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this fear not and give glory to the holy and righteous god who has humbled himself and declared behold the dwelling place of god is with man he will dwell with them and he will, i'm sorry and they will be his people and god himself will be with them as his god as their god fear not instead give glory to god glory to god in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is well pleased Fear not, instead contemplate God's great mercy. Uh, we, we, we memorized earlier uh, in, in this year, for the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the, pre- in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of, uh, of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ who gave himself up to redeem us from all all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people of his own possession who are zealous for good works. Fear not, instead revel in his hope. Blessed be the Lord, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope. In the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance which is undefiled, unfading, and, and uh, sorry imperishable, kept in heaven for you who by God's power are being guarded for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last times. Fear not, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. Fear not, instead respond to the Precious gift that God has given us. For who, who so he, God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever should believe in Him should not perish but have eternal life. Fear not. Instead, respond as the as the shepherds did in light of this miraculous gift two thousand years ago. It says, "When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to the, one another." Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Today, Merry Christmas, go in haste, seek the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the miracle of Emmanuel, God with us, Come and worship him, make him known, reflect God's glory, reflect God's truth of the salvation he has sent into the world in the Lord Jesus Christ, to a world that needs him more now than ever and more than anything else they could find. As we walk into this week, may we glorify and praise God for all we have seen and heard, exactly as it was shown to us. Psalm 96, Bill Bill read that earlier today says this, Psalm 96, starting in verse 11, this is the Christmas message here too, let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice, let the sea roar and all that fills it, let the field exult and everything in it Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. Amen. Let's pray. Dear God, we praise you that we do not need to fear anything here on earth. Your son said, fear not uh, those who can only kill the body. We have only one to fear and to awe and to worship, and that is you, Lord. We praise you for that. Send us into the world in that confidence, in that boldness, uh, in reflecting your glory, your justice, your mercy, and your love. May we be true representatives of you in a world that needs Christmas. We pray this all in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen.